0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. The Avalanche get off to as good a start as you could hope for. An 8-4 to four win in Montreal. Off to a good start to the Canadian road trip. Things are going to get a little bit dicey going forward, not only because you're playing Toronto, but you're going to be down a man. Not good. So is the season of the Colorado Avalanche. New episode coming at you right now.
1: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Van Doom. Kyle Sullivan, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, lockdown avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, the avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. And probably start throwing in the subtext uh, subscriptions now as well. Uh, If you want to connect with Kyle and I on a – individual level through texting you can subscribe to our subtext the link to that is in the show notes so make sure to do that as well first two weeks are free by the way if you want to check that out why not freebie um all right sir we're gonna get to our sound check a little bit later obviously and a lot of good when you have an eight to four win which really wasn't even that close um is is, you know it's, it's gonna be a heavily positive show but we're gonna get the bad out of the way uh right off the right off the top and that is our Turi Lekinen who had a great game mm-hmm. for when he played um but he did take that puck off of his glove hand who shot that was i think that was nachoskin uh, who shot it if i'm if i'm not mistaken um let me look at uh I uh, Rantanen no it was Rantanen I think it was Rantanen who shot it And he kind of redirected it with his hand played for a little while and then left the ice. And now it is being reported that he did in fact, break that finger. So he's heading back to Colorado. He needs surgery on it. (laughs) Yeah. You throw your hands up. So, you know, he's obviously out for the rest of this, uh, road trip. You would have to think, um, How long in total, obviously we don't know, but I hate to see it because he, he, you know, he he was back against his old team, had a great game, two goals and an assist and played about half of it, I think.
1: Yeah, I think he had the shortest shift I've ever seen to get a number one star in a game like shortest time on ice. Because he he ended up being the one star because of his performance, and it was nice to see the Montreal crowd be nice and sure. Yeah, know, they they gave a standing out, oh, yeah, yeah. That was that was a nice thing. But when it comes to injuries at this point of the season, man, I'm just I'm so I'm jaded. I'm. It's like whatever. I I don't care anymore. <laughs> Somebody I comes mean, back. I I'm I'm like okay for how long? Yeah.
0: And you know, uh, a broken anything is what, four to six weeks, eight weeks uh, at the most, you would have to think, right? Um, But I, I don't – my concern is like, yeah, how, how – because you have about a month left in the season, okay? Mm-hmm. So – and with a finger, I think you can – you know, once that's towards the end of the healing, you can probably play – look at what Kadri did last year yeah. in, in the playoffs, right? I mean, that's the Stanley Cup. You're going to get up for that even if you're 50%. You're going to yeah. go play. So I, I'm, I'll wait to see and hear how bad it actually I means he's got to have surgery. There is, you know, some seriousness to it. But um you just – you just now you're worried about is how many games in the postseason is he going to miss. Yeah. So that's kind of where we stand with him.
1: So. And, and see, that's the other thing. Like how we were talking about injuries going up and down, you're just kind of numb to it at this point. It's the same thing with timetables of return. Going mm-hmm. into this season, do you, did you really think we wouldn't have Landis touch the ice yet? In middle of march yeah I mean. when bo byram went out you didn't know how long and you didn't know why tides and like nathan mckinnon could break something and be back tomorrow you don't know with the timetables of these returns and how they're going to handle it so you would just anticipate not seeing in for the rest of the regular season and depending on how far the avalanche go i think the chances climb with every round
0: yeah Yeah, uh, it's just you are you're numb to it, but it's still it's still, you know, just digs at you. It's like, God, like nobody. You're right. Nobody's immune to this. So it's it's injuries in sports. But and just because the avalanche have suffered so many of them, you're like, oh, we're not going to have any more. No, no, (laughs) that's not true. can happen at any point in time. And and this is this is off of a a good play. This is off, off a goal. So. What, what else, what, how else can an avalanche player get injured if we're now getting injured on goals that we score?
1: Yeah, and and Crazy. Fred, we still haven't seen Pavel Francis and he just no. disappeared with a lower body injury. No. And that's the thing. it's It's completely changed the mindset of the fan of, boy, this year we're going to follow it up back-to-back cups because this team is a unit to, we are just next man up mentality. Just let's put it together, scratch and claw and, Fight for every win because we don't know. Like, who would have thought Dennis Malga would be the hottest player on the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche right now? It's yeah. just the craziness of this season. I mean, epitomized by this, like an injury.
0: So we'll get that out of the way, and then we'll, we'll focus on uh, this game in in particular because there, there was a lot of good that came out of it. When obviously, you know, this is one of those games. It's kind of like the the San Jose one, where you are, you know, clearly the superior team. Um, and this is your first game on on a nice road trip, a, you know, week long road trip. So you want to get that first win. You want to get the first of everything, the first mm-hmm. the goal, the first win, and and you should do that against a, a, a deeply struggling Canadians team. And you saw that, like the mm-hmm. Avalanche just went out, imposed their will, got f- four in the first, three in the first. Let me see, uh, four four to one after the first and they were rolling. You know what I mean like the, for the first two periods were like the last two periods of the previous game where they were just dominant. The difference in this game was pucks were going in the net. Yeah. And and that that's like where you know the Avalanche really did dominate that game against Arizona, especially the third period. That was maybe the most dominant period of their season. But just you know they don't have a lot to show for these things. All these efforts that they're putting in defensive efforts, even offensive, they're still getting 40 shots on goal. What they have in this one, uh, 33 in this one. You know, and you get eight goals. I'm not saying you're going to score eight goals every time, but God, like the the abs in that Arizona game were just in command. And and I, a lot of people want to say like, you know, why does every mediocre or backup goalie just have the game of their life against the app sure there's some truth to that because and maybe because it is the avalanche that the, these goalies are getting up for it um but the other part if you ask me is, is the avalanche just are not executing on their shots yeah. they're not executing on an offense and and you know they're getting okay looks they're not getting great looks in this game they were the aggressor and they, they were giving themselves amazing looks montreal is making it easy for them The Avalanche could do whatever they wanted to do. There were so many times where the Avalanche would just have the puck around the outside, and somebody would just go skating in the middle unchecked. Yep. And that would open up so much
1: for the Avs. And see, and you you mentioned it all beautifully right there. Those are three snapshots. We were talking about the craziness of the season. That San Jose game, it was so long since we had a dominant performance like that. Every goal, everybody was getting just fired up. Then fast forward a little bit to the Arizona game. The Avalanche are playing good, but that game was close. It was frustrating. You were just happy to get out of there with two points and just walk away. This Montreal game, they had three shots in the first period. Montreal had three shots. 4-1 at the end of one. Every goal, you felt sorry for the Canadians because there, there was nothing they could do. The score looked close, but you honestly, that second period, you just felt bad for every member, every goalie that they put in there. It was, you just felt bad. The Avalanche and the Canadians, such separation and talent levels. And for everything to be working, these weren't just goals, just little dribblers that go in there. Every one of them was a clinic on a snipe and a deflection Mm -hmm. and how you set up and how you prepare for those. This is what you wanted to see from the Avalanche. And by the way, perfect power play. Say what? (laughs) <laughs> perfect power play and not just three out of three not just statistically the way yeah. they set up and how they maneuvered their shots that third power play i wanted mm-hmm. to frame the whole thing and just have it on a loop playing behind me on the yeah. wall somewhere it was exactly what so, we wanted this power play to look like
0: yeah and and even though you know montreal I think they're thirty-first in penalty kill and thirty-second for uh, their power play, or that could be reversed. It doesn't matter either way; <laughs> it's bad. So you know, even saying that, uh, it, it's still difficult to go three for three on on a power play if you're the Avs. So that's what you did—you exploited every weakness that Montreal has, and they have a lot of them. And they're they're going to—they're one of the worst teams in the league right now. So, you know, the abs didn't mess around. They went out there, they took care of business and, you know, they, they hung eight on them. So, and I'm sure, you know, there's still going to be a lot of people who are kind of here, you know, arms folded. Well, they're supposed to. Okay, fine. Uh, But it's, it's, again, we'll go back to how this season has just been so up and Just you don't have to go that far back. The last game they played prior to this one was not uh, a walk in the park. Nope. so uh yeah you you know you had a game against the sharks and you had a game against the canadians where you took control and then you had a game against arizona which while you were in control you only won the thing in overtime yeah so uh again it's still going up and down with the abs but uh this this was exactly what they wanted because the next game uh is not going to come so easily in toronto so uh more to get to in this one we'll go through the stats uh, they are a bit gaudy, kind of a, a stat padding game, if you want to say, for the Avalanche. Uh, but first, we are going to hear from FanDuel. And we are beyond the midway point. The NBA season is uh, coming to an end pretty soon here. Well, now, you know, the regular season is coming to an end. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get the no sweat first bet up to $1,000 and bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three-pointers drained. And, of course, we have this uh, little NCAA tournament coming up around the corner. Um, I, I did my bracket. You did yours. I do one bracket. I am not the fill-out-a-dozen-brackets guy because then if, if bracket number seven wins, I feel like, well, that wasn't my genuine bracket. I just went.
1: I who, have, do you, who do you I, have winning as her? I have the head and the heart bracket, but okay. my, my head bracket's going to be Tennessee.
0: Tennessee. Okay. I have uh, Indiana winning it all, and I will fully admit it's kind of just random. How? Not I don't want to say random. There is some some method to my madness when I'm picking, but... They have a great movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go for those teams, so that that's who it is. I got Indiana, you got Tennessee. Prove either one of us wrong. You can't. Uh, so FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game at parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. And you can make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, let's uh, look at some stats. And, and you know, eight to four really could have been worse than that. The abs were, were man, I put up on Twitter. it That was an offensive clinic, mm-hmm. really, in that... Every time the abs brought the puck into the offensive zone, things were happening. They were getting good looks. They easily could have scored a uh, dozen. On uh, you know, there was some pretty good saves, and uh, Montreal pulled their goal. Usually, when a goalie gets pulled, why is the, the goalie who comes in always seem to shut down the other team? It seems <laughs> to happen all the time. Um, and abs were just like cruising, and you know they make a goalie change, and then I think they got one goal after that. But whatever. Um, but they were just. It, it was like I said, it was an offensive clinic in the first two periods. Montreal kind of turned the tide a little bit in the third. Um, they I say turned the tide and they got all of 10 shots on goal in the third, which is by far their most. But you know, the abs just did whatever they wanted to do in the offensive zone to the tune of not only the eight goals, but 13 players scored a point. There were. Two forwards who did not score. Um, do you, do you care to take a guess or do you just want me to list them off to you? I, one has to be Mulligan, one was Mulgan, which is kind of surprising because he's you know, one of the hottest players. He had a couple good looks though. Um, who, he only had the one shot on goal, but he had a couple shots that were blocked and had some, you know, defenders got in the lane, but he had some
1: opportunities. I'll say uh, that. I cheated and, and looked up who the second one was. Yeah, I, I, It was baffling me because with all the goals, you, you, you're you starting to process of elimination. But yeah, go ahead. Throw out the second one. Alex Newhook was the other one. And I don't
0: think he played poorly. It's not no. for a for lack of, of... I don't really think anybody had a bad game on the Avalanche. Uh, maybe Georgiev, who you don't want let, to let in four goals when you're kind of flying like this, but... I wouldn't even put all those goals on him, really. You know, there were some pretty good snipe shots by Montreal, and he had sleep yeah. in his eye. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I thought Newhook New looked good. I thought he was skating around really good, but he just you know couldn't get on the stat sheet. Okay, and then as far as the defenders go, same thing over there. Only two guys without a points. I know who they are. Let's see. No, who are they? It, it, yeah, it's a combo. It's, it's, it's Jack Johnson and Brad Hunt. So, um, yeah, everybody else scored a point. You got Kael McCarr with uh, three assists on the day. I thought he had the one goal, but that did get knocked in, I think by Nachuskin. Um, Logan O'Connor, he initially had a goal, and then they reversed it yeah. to uh, Lekinen. So he came up with two assists. Uh, Lekkanen with the two goals and the one assist with so three points for him. And because of the injury, he played less than 10 minutes of ice time. So um, I'm trying to see who else had double. So Taves with two assists. Uh, Nechuskin with a 3.9 goal and two assists. Just up in uh, Evan Rodriguez with the uh, with an assist. It's just
1: up and down the lineup. They just they did what they wanted to do. And I, I'm glad, and there's two points there. I'm glad you mentioned LOC because for the last two and a half weeks, maybe three, forgot he was a member of the Avalanche. So welcome back to the team, Logan O'Connor. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like I'm I'm happy to see him step up because with this ascension of the the immortal Dennis Morgan, uh, he reminds me of when LOC was hot. That speed and just how he plays, I'm like, oh, I missed that from LOC. So seeing mm-hmm. him start to return to form has been great. Yeah. And you mentioned how the Everybody had a good night. When you're not worried about gaining the offensive zone transition, and you're actually worried about what you're going to do in the offensive zone, yeah. that's that's <laughs> when that's when shots look lethal, and that's the big difference in this game.
0: Now, do you think? I I think I know the answer to this, but um, you know, you you have a game like this, and obviously, it's like it's a confidence booster for certain guys. But do you think there's like? Oh, they'll have almost too much confidence going into Toronto. No. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's an understood what you're about to face.
0: I mean, you have to feel good about this, but you have to take it with like a grain of salt. I like, like great point about, you know, the, the, the uh, zone entries and stuff that was not an issue. Nope. So yeah, like, but you know, it's going to be for the next game, but you look at, you know, Confidence is a good thing. And sometimes, you you know, we always say this in baseball, like when a, a person is a batter struggling, you lay down a bunt. Nope. And sometimes it just opens things up. Maybe this was the bunt for the avalanche to, to be consistent. And, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more of a struggle against a team like Toronto. But sometimes those things carry over in some weird ways. And I'm not going to say you're going to get, like, clear and easy zone entries or even zone exits every time against – Toronto but maybe something carries over. We'll just have to to wait and see for it. Um yes, yeah, spe- go ahead.
1: Especially cuz Toronto's reeling, so you don't know if they're going to be angry at home or if it's going to be kind of still reeling from that Buffalo embarrassment letting up 3 in the final frame. Mm. Like if the Avalanche could capitalize on this and walk out of Toronto with a W, uh oh let's go (laughs) yeah yeah no that then the confidence is flying high yeah
0: if you get in regulation or whatever even if you get in overtime that's fine but um if you if you do get you know that regulation win in toronto against that team yeah and 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 this is you know a perfect storm for a good game because obviously the abs are coming off of this win they want to keep that momentum going and toronto just lost to buffalo and they blew the lead to do it in the third and i think this is a tnt
1: game as well
0: uh, I think you're right, yes, it is. It is so, yeah. um, yeah, everybody's gonna be watching, yep. and um, it's gonna be a good one. Um, a couple more things when I get to about this game, in particular, Mr. Bo Byram had a great game, yeah, but uh, that moment at the end there where things are starting to get a little bit feisty, you can tell he did not want to throw down, and I do not. Blame him, yeah. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But first, we're going to hear from Athletic Greens. Kyle and I have been talking and taking Athletic Greens for quite some time now. Uh, I don't, you you have you still got the coffee can around there, sir? I sure do. There it is. Uh, so what is it? It's one delicious scoop of AG1 into a glass of water, and you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals. Whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. And the special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, even your energy, your recovery, and your focus. All of the things that are important to you. And it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, or dairy-free, or even gluten-free. And it contains less than one gram of sugar with no GMO, so there's no nasty chemical or artificial anything while still tasting delicious and it costs you less than three dollars a day and when you're investing in your health what could i mean how about how, how, that that's three dollars a day come and on this
1: is it's it's worth every penny wait till you try it you're going to honestly you don't know how you live without it
0: yeah and so and i'm a coffee guy and you know coffee can get pretty expensive Oh yeah. But less than $3 a day for this. I mean, maybe you can swap that out for some co- Kyle was doing it with the energy drinks.
1: So you can oh, do it with the coffee as it, well. Yeah. Vital. It was vital to that <laughs> process
0: <laughs> right now. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. And that's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, it's athletic greens.com NHL network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
1: All
0: right. So yeah, game got a little bit of uh, feistiness into it. And you kind of maybe expected that from Montreal to try to Get back into it some way, somehow. You saw Nathan McKinnon uh wasn't too happy about a penalty that was called. I, I don't know if he felt um I can't who who was
1: it? he's speaking he on the behalf it? of Miko now.
0: Yeah, but but <laughs> I mean it was a trip, and I, yeah. I think Nathan McKinnon felt like maybe there was a little bit of a flop there potentially. So he kind of went back after him and and then Jack Johnson comes over and is like, "Yo, oh, no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna touch good old Nate." So uh, you liked seeing that. And then even towards the end there with Bo Byram, and and Byram was was stick it up for for Newhook. I don't think he liked. Uh, there was a kind of almost like a trip on Alex Newhook. So he checked the guy from Montreal kind of into the boards. He didn't like that. So they start going after it, and he threw a couple of jabs at at uh, Bo Byram, which I, I don't I don't like that stuff, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and say, like, everybody knows, you know, what's going on with Bo Byram. They should. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, in the heat of the moment, I don't think a player on a, an opposing team is if he feels like he's been done wrong, he's going to go after a guy. But Bo Byram did the smart thing there and just wrapped him up like uh, a boxer. And he's like, we're, we're, I'm not doing this with you. And they just, you know, waited till the refs intervened. And, and that was it.
1: It was the weirdest thing. My fatherly instincts came out when I saw that going. I was like, don't you do it, son. (laughs) Out loud. I was like, don't you do it, son. And I saw them just kind of tango. And then you see Sam Gerard just kind of back there like, do I intervene? Like how he was sitting back there. He was shoulder to shoulder with a Canadian. And they were waiting to see if there were punches thrown. But they just kind of like danced, like in Beauty and the Beast. There was no real punches (laughs) thrown. so. But and, I, and, I could not, I could not handle that.
0: But now, like, and we've said this many times with with Bo Byram, and we're recording this, like, you know, pretty quickly after after the game is over. In the back of my head, now I'm waiting to. Am I going to wake up in the morning? And because there was one where he kind of like threw a like a a jab at him, and Byram's head went back. Yeah. I don't. I got to watch it again. I don't know if he was doing that just to like protect himself and move his head out of the way. Or if that the guy in Montreal got his his fist into his head and kind of pushed his head back, or maybe a combination of those two. But I am sitting here as we record this again, like your your fatherly instinct thing of man, I really hope I don't wake up in the morning yeah. and and it connected with him in the right way, where now he's feeling a little bit iffy. He's taken dozens of hits. You know what I mean? Like he has been playing for for quite a while now, and he's been playing well. Uh, but there's something about when when the gloves are dropped, yeah, that there's it's a different animal. Look what's going on with Curtis McDermott right now. Like he hasn't yeah. come back from that fight either. So whenever it, just because it's a fight and the history with Byron and the concussions, I am I'm I'm, I'm sitting here just uh, we we're concerned fathers yeah. <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just so, out loud scolding from thousands of miles away. Yes. So,
0: um, I just got another, another notification on the lekin and broken finger. I I know I know I don't I don't please stop sending me that because every time <laughs> I, from from the several different things that send me notifications, I just do I not disturb. Please. <laughs> yeah. I think now it's time to shut the phone off. Um. <laughs> all right. One more bit of information to get to that is, of course, our locked on avalanche sound check. Uh, Kyle and I pick one song each that we feel best summarizes the most recent game. Put these songs up on a playlist over on Spotify. To follow that, just open up the app, search for LOA Soundcheck. This is volume number two. What do you got for this
1: game? Avalanche, Montreal Canadiens. Well, over the weekend, it was a very special holiday for those that observe. Mm. It was 311. for... <laughs>
0: 311 one of the Uh, quick quick note i don't observe
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's fine i have a couple good songs. i'm not i'm not a big 311 fan we're we're still brothers but um so of course i had to go with 311 and off their stereolithic album make it rough we didn't Mm. just win the game we made it rough yeah and it's it's one of those again because i i go heavy off the vibes of a song and 311 is a whole vibe um Mm -hmm. listen to that song that's one of those like you're kind of getting back in the groove Mm
0: -hmm. and you're
1: putting the pieces in place for that toronto matchup that we were talking about this is kind of what you want you hope it's not too much of a vibe but you know what you need to do right right
0: okay i will listen to it i mean i'm not i i I don't like completely hate 311
1: or anything like that but just it's the eh. best in the pool like around the pool band of all time
0: See, that's not what I associate them with. Is is relaxing pool music.
1: Close your eyes, where yeah. like the sun is making your eyelids red, and it's just so, it is so, it's the best.
0: So the best sun songs are uh, Michael McDonald and Three Eleven, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. you heard it here (laughs) uh good pick especially the song title because that's uh that's perfect for this one for me uh i'm kind of going off song song title as well um abba we all love abba Mm. we all know abba um but i think very few people know they came out with a brand new album uh, a little over a year ago, late 2021, they came out with a brand new spanking album. The first album in 40 years.
1: Go listen to it. Take a chance on it, if you will.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, but there is a song on there called No Doubt About It. And after the first period, really after those first, I think they got those three goals in nine minutes. I think there's like about 11 minutes left when they got those first three goals. Uh, yeah, there there was kind of how you felt. You yep. just felt like, yeah, th- these are two teams going in opposite directions. This is not like you jumped on a team like Dallas or or Boston who can obviously come back. You felt really good, and and yeah, Montreal threw a couple pucks in net towards the end, but come on, none of us were sitting there like, oh no, <laughs> like we weren't getting like anxious. Like, it, it, is is the, the the full comeback on? No. This thing was was in control, and if the AVS needed to amp it up again for whatever reason, they could have they could have done that, and they did. They got another one at the end with the uh, the eight spot. So, Abba, no doubt about it, got to love it. All right, sir, that is going to wrap it up for today. We will be back tomorrow if we have. Uh, maybe I'll turn my phone back on by then, and uh, <laughs> if we have uh, any updates we might not might not on, on like but but uh, as far as maybe duration of time and both we'll be, um, uh, please <laughs> don't don't <laughs> uh so we'll be back tomorrow with anything new going on in the avalanche world and get everybody ready for the toronto game so that'll do it for today thank you for tuning in making it your first listen of the day always appreciated he is mr shaggy von doom kyle sullivan i am chris Maselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Go, abs, go.